0: Hi everyone, I'm Teresa Heal, and I want to thank Chris Platy for talking about Young Living Essential Oils. So I'm going to talk about a few of them myself. We have Thieves Essential Oil, and it supports a healthy immune function and may contribute to overall wellness when taken as a supplement, which is our Thieves Vitality line. We have Peppermint. It's fresh and energizing. You can diffuse it in the room while you're studying to improve your concentration, which is great. Then we have lemon, which also aids in concentration. Especially wonderful aid for children who are struggling with school or have learning challenges. Those are just a few. So if you have any questions, contact Teresa Heal at comcast.net. T H E R E S A H E A L at comcast.net. Thanks. Have a great day. And thanks, Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platy, and you know what it is. It's the annual NBA Playoffs podcast. So uh, we're just going to deep dive on everything, and joining me for this deep dive of every matchup of every series uh, is my man, Akil. Akil, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you been? Good, good, good. This is the first time we're doing it over the phone, so if it sounds a little different, that's why. Um... We're doing it over the phone this time for the first time. Uh Akil, how's it how's it how is it up there in East Lansing? I'm not there right now. Yeah, man. Uh things are pretty good. Everybody's kinda dead, so quiet for sure. <laughs> quiet for sure. All right, let's get into it. Um Akhil, where do you where do you want to start? I'll let you I'll let you take the lead. You wanna go east, west? How how do you want how do you want this to flow? Honestly, I like the matchups more in the east, so let's start there. All right, let's do it. Um, All right, so the first matchup we want to go with. Do you want to just go with the one eight? Yeah, let's go one eight. All right, so one eight, Toronto versus Washington. Toronto the one seed, Washington the eight seed. Um, Akil, I got my I got my concerns, my stipulations for this. I honestly don't know. I can see. I think this is. One of the most volatile series, as far as as far as predictions, you can either be way right or way wrong on this one. Um, I'm just I'm I'm totally I'm totally at a loss for words because Washington is such a good team and they're built for the playoffs, but they have all these internal problems that are going on, and we've seen you know teams with internal problems deal with it and you know persevere and go far, um, but. I just don't. I just. I don't know. I don't know what. Um. I don't. I don't know where to go with this team because it's hard to trust Toronto. Um. This is the type of team that Toronto could lose to. I mean, with with Wall and Beal to dynamic guards are going to be super effective in the playoffs. They're always good in the playoffs. Um. I don't know. I don't know, man. Are you Are you leaning one way? Like, how How close do you think this series is?
1: Honestly, I think it goes to seven either way. I don't know who
0: wins seven, but I think it goes to seven for sure. Wow. Okay. So, um, so is are you just kind of where I'm at, where it's it's hard to trust the uh, it's hard to trust the warrior or sorry, not the Warriors, the Raptors. Yeah, uh, but... I'm right
1: there. With that. I'm with you.
0: I don't know if I can trust Kyle Lowry and uh, Demar Derozan playoff time. Yeah, I I can't. But then then again, with Washington, like I mean. Would it be at the same time? It wouldn't surprise me if, um, if the, uh, if the, if excuse me, if the Wizards lose in five and just totally combust. Like it's it's a it's a really interesting interesting series. Um, no, I'm I'm with that. Like it could either be like a Toronto blowout in five games, or it could go to seven. Either way. Yeah, I think those are the two most likely options. I don't think, even though I don't trust Toronto, I don't expect Toronto to be a team that gets blown out. Uh, Maybe game one, because, you know, they historically, you know, just lose game one. It's like nine in a row or something. It's crazy. Uh, But, you know, the interesting thing about this is we've seen these teams play four times this year, but none of the times featured John Wall, obviously the best player on the Washington Wizards. And so there's just... Toronto I can see Toronto having a lot of problems with a guy like John Wall. Um I mean obviously a lot of teams have a problem with a guy like John Wall, but I just I I don't know their bench. I doubted it all year. Their bench played well, but it's a bunch of young guys and now here we here they are playing big minutes in the playoffs. Um rotations get shorter. I'm wondering I'm wondering I think that's actually where where I'm trying to go with this is uh, who do you think is the person who gets um, who gets the short end of the stick in uh, Toronto as far as their bench unit? Because they, they've been playing deep bench unit all year. Um, what do you think changes about that? Or do you think they just stay with it? I think they honestly do stay going 10 deep. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, not a lot of teams go 10 deep in the playoffs. Uh, you think- well, I mean, the thing is, it's just like the Wizards bench isn't that deep either. Like,
1: So... True. Yeah, they're young, I get that. But they played a lot of minutes. Like they have that trust built with each other. They have that chemistry for sure. Like I think I don't think it really becomes a problem first round at least.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh the interesting thing is uh Zach Lowe brought this up on his podcast. Is uh who guards Bradley Beale? Because they're they're usually they're probably going to more than likely stick DeRozan on Porter and Lowry on Wall. So it's it's interesting. Um it's interesting who's gonna who's gonna guard Bradley Beal and if they could do effective.
1: Wait, you think they're going
0: Lowry on Wall, what did you say, Demo on uh Porter? Yes. You don't trust
1: OG on uh Porter?
0: I think I think they go I think they go to it, but I think I, th- I think they start like that, but I think that's not how they finish games.
1: All right. So, like, if you had five guys finishing for you on this uh, team, who do you want out there, then, is my question for you.
0: Yeah, m- my thing is, is, like, I think OG is the fifth guy, right? Like, I think he's he's the guy who – he's the last guy who closes, uh, who closes the game with you. But I just – I don't know, man. I think – I, I just I see Wall and Beal just having two dynamic guards is such a huge problem for any team in the playoffs because I'm mean, understandable. I obviously as we know this is a guard driven league and to have two of them in the playoffs is is going to be a tough thing. And Toronto obviously has two as well. But with Lowry and DeRozan, um and their playoff history, you know, if, if they get out if they get badly outperformed, by Washington's backcourt, then I could see this series being uh, over faster than than we would think. No, that's my thing, right? It's going to come down to Toronto's
1: backcourt versus Washington's backcourt. backcourt.
0: Right. Which everyone outplays each other, I think, wins the series for sure. All right, so what's your? give me your official prediction. I honestly think Toronto in six. You know, that sounds very right to me. I, I like that, Toronto in six. That sounds very right. I was leaning... I was leaning Toronto in seven. Um, I was really actually I was I was leaning. Pro, I was leaning literally just a coin flip game seven uh, between Washington and Toronto. Take your pick, but I like Toronto in six. I think they're gonna find a way to get it done. I think they're they're a better team. They got chemistry. I think they you know they have their issues, but I think they're um, they're a good team at home. They're a good team on the road. They're just an They've had a great season. I think they. I think that although their playoff skepticism is concerning, um, this is a totally new offense for them. So um, so I think it's somewhat going to be hard to evaluate their previous, uh, compare them to their previous uh, playoff struggles because it is a new system. So The um, uh, Wizards, sorry to cut you off here,
1: but the Wizards did pick up uh, Ty Lawson, correct?
0: Yeah. Okay, which I mean, which I will know. definitely <laughs> locker room guy 101. <laughs> oh for sure
1: man that right. will help the team the team chemistry out for sure
0: <laughs> all right so yeah i'm going i'm with you i'm going toronto in six um all right where do you want to jump next you want to go cleveland let's go
1: straight down the line let's go cleveland
0: indiana all right cleveland indiana oh this is a quick series cleveland and four it i i got i got cleveland at five and Um, okay. So gentlemen, sweep, sweep, gentlemen, sweep, but I can definitely be talked into (laughs) it. I could definitely be talked into Cleveland sweep. Uh, the crazy thing is is like, I just like Cleveland's defense is not that good. And I don't think it's going to be a lot better. It might look good in this match. It might look good in this matchup against Indiana, but overall, you just brought up a
1: point that I really want to get into. Go ahead. Um, for me, When it comes to Cleveland's defense, I honestly think their best defense is their offense. Like, for me, I understand that, like, they don't play good defense at all. And, hey, like, it's the Pacers, so I don't think they need to play that well of a defense. But, like, if you want to try to guard LeBron with four shooters, like, have fun with that. My thing is, it's like, when it comes to playoff basketball, you have to be elite at something, whether it's offense, defense, whatever it is. And I just think Indiana can't guard like LeBron with four shooters. Like rotation wise, I don't think
0: they have it in them. Yeah, I don't. I mean, looking at this Indiana team, I mean, who the hell guards LeBron? Thaddeus Young. Like they're gonna try to put Thaddeus on him? like Bogdanovich on him? like. Like Bogdanovich, they Bogdanovich is a the guy they hide on defense. So you know Cleveland's just gonna attack that through through. Uh, well, that's my, my thing,
1: right? They're gonna they're gonna attack that pick and roll, get the switch. Yep. Hopefully somebody helps. Cause they're gonna be dumb and not want the Brown to shoot a two, even though he doesn't want to
0: shoot a two. Yeah. Somebody helps kick out three. Like that's gonna be the game plan. Yeah. Um do you think Do you think any of these so you're very confident on Cleveland winning, and I and I'm confident on Cleveland winning too, obviously, but you're more confident with the sweep. Um do you think do you think this any any of these games are really close or do you think it's just So Cleveland's- this is my thing. I think the
1: first game is a game that Indiana can win. Right. Yeah. That's my thing. If they win the first one, it'll go to five. If they don't, I just think sweep.
0: Okay. Okay, so you think okay. Yeah, I'm I, I get that. I, I think I think whenever there's like an underdog team like in Indiana or whoever, um, the underdog team always has uh the that game one advantage and you can steal game one and then and then uh, it gets a lot it's a lot tougher to win games two through seven in a series <laughs> yeah game one's always the easiest game to win for an underdog team yeah um but you know one of the things i want to get into and i know you know we don't have to spend too long on it cleveland indiana because we both state our cases our thoughts um what do you what do you think victor oladipo does because that to me is very interesting after the season he had just how he performs in the playoffs i mean do you think? you think he can perform well? I mean, what do you think? Uh, what are you looking for with Victor Oladipo?
1: I think he can perform well. I just don't know, like, what type of help he's going to have.
0: Right. That's my thing, too, is I just...
1: Like, I don't know who he can trust to be like, all right, if I get doubled here, can you hit this shot?
0: Yeah. And and also, like, who who can just, like, create create another shot? You know, like, I mean, you're looking at Darren Collis. Like, Darren Kaus is going to be tough to play. Cleveland has some big guards, you know. They have, like, they have George Hill and all that. Like, Darren Collison is not going to be ideal in this series. Um, Rodney Hood, like, they have, I mean, Cleveland has some big guards. So, I don't get how an undersized backcourt with, with Collison is going to really work for them. Even though Collison is one of their, like, key drivers on offense. For I just, sure. I I don't know, man. It's a... I, I think I think Indiana just matches up badly. Um That's my, my thing that's my thing. I just think it's a
1: really bad matchup for them.
0: Yeah, I don't think I mean I would have liked Indiana against uh, against almost um not like them as in favor of them, but I would have liked them better against other teams in the East. But they just yeah uh they just don't match up well. Uh one other interesting thing before we move on. <coughs> uh Miles Turner, um is he going to be any type of problem for Cleveland? Like, because that to me is something interesting to watch. Because you know we could kind of look ahead, um, you know, with teams like Philly, you know, who I know you're big on. If oh, hypothetically, processing. If hypothetically we get to that matchup down the line, I mean, this is kind of an interesting preview as as uh, Cleveland facing a good big center. Um, do you see? uh do you see any intrigue in that like what do you and and also what do you think like Miles Turner can do in this series I think Miles. do all right so do you trust Miles guarding Kevin Love is that your thing I trust him I think I trust him not by not by choice but by default yeah that's
1: I feel the same exact way god damn wait Jeff Green is starting this playoff series (laughs) that's fucking disgusting by the way god Jeff Green, the fool's God. gold of the NBA. Yo, definition of fool's gold. <laughs> definition, like, yo, wait, do we real quick? Do we think Jarrett Smith minutes get cut big time in this playoff series?
0: In this playoff series, particularly. Just in the playoffs in general. Ah, uh, I think I think he has. I think he gets the minutes to start. I think he has a thinner leash than ever.
1: Me too. Like my thing is
0: like I'd rather have
1: like I'd rather have Jordan Clarkson out there than him, honestly.
0: Right. And guys right? And, like, and you have Hood and uh Corbin. George Hill, who can play yep, defense. George Hill. Yep. Yeah. Honestly a,
1: big shout out to uh their GM. What's his name? He's new. Kobe Kobe, Kobe yeah. Wattman, Kobe Watman, right?
0: Yeah, for getting yeah yeah, Colby
1: Altman for being able to get guards that kind of fit LeBron's style, which is basically play defense, not have to handle the ball at all, and just catch
0: and shoot. So (laughs) right, good on him for those moves, for sure. All right, man. So uh, again, just to restate, I you got Cleveland at four, I got Cleveland at five. Um, Still a successful year to Indiana. Sorry, Indiana. It sounds like we're bashing you, but it was was no great season. All right, (laughs) let's move on to the process. My Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, before we get into this series matchup, is this could you argue that it was on the last day of the season it came down to was Philly gonna play Washington, Miami, or or Milwaukee? And they got yeah. um and they got Miami. Was that yeah. the worst or the best matchup for them?
1: Honestly the worst. I would have much rather had them play the Bucs. I'm not gonna <laughs> front with you right now. Really? Um, yes, I really do. Because let me say something. Uh, Spoelstra is a great coach. He really is. Yeah, and he knows what he's gonna do with the series. He's gonna make this series like as muddy as possible. Like it's gonna be like an eighty to ninety game, pretty much every game. Like they're gonna slow it down. Like literally, make them work for every shot they get. And yeah. honestly, I could see it going seven either way. Like. Really? Either way, I can
0: see it going seven. Really, the process is wavering with you, huh? No,
1: no, like I want to trust them so bad. Like if Joel Embiid was out there, I'd love that so much more. But he's not.
0: Like, right. what what's the status on it? I know he's missing game. Is that all we got? Is he's missing game one? <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. Hmm. That's interesting. You would think he would be able to play with. I mean, and I'm not a doctor. Clearly, otherwise yeah. I wouldn't be doing a podcast. I'd be, you know, making a lot more money being a doctor. But um I don't you would think that he could just play with the face mask. Right? One would think. One, One would think. think. But I, I think mean, they mean, don't want to rush him. Made a career in, out case, of
1: it. in case somehow you find a way to bring up the Pistons into every
0: conversation. <laughs> every conversation. Every podcast, man. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way. But no, it's interesting because you're facing a team with a guy like Dwayne Wade. No, this is my thing, right? Like <laughs>
1: hall Hall of famer get that get that uh get that tour um anyways anyways like i don't know if you're with me on this but like if my thing is if it gets to those really clutch situations where it's a close like low scoring Mm -hmm. game which i think a lot of these games would be
0: if you're with me on that yes i'm with you
1: like i trust dwayne wade hitting shots over ben simmons
0: Oh yeah, and I trust and I trust Drogic. Like Yeah, it's, like it's that's no my doubt, thing, it's like no doubt to me. I think I think if this series gets close, I think it favors Miami. A hundred percent
1: That's 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 all I'm saying. That's a hundred percent how I feel about it. Like if it's a close, slow drag out series, I trust the Heat in seven more than the Phillies in seven.
0: Right. Because
1: Spull's done it before, D Wade's done it before. Like, which one of these guys in Philly has done it?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and I think Dwayne Wade will. Excuse me. Um, I think, I think Dwayne he's Wade he's gonna ball out this playoff yeah. series. I think. Like, I think. I was gonna say. I don't know if he'll ball out consistently throughout the whole series. I think he'll be good throughout the whole series, but I think he's gonna have one monster game. Like I think. I think you could count on one game. M- Miami winning one game that's, because of that's, Wade. At least. Like you need one game for him to hit a shot, and I feel like he knows how to hit that shot. Like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm with that. So, I really want Philly to win because, dude, I want to see Philly in the conference finals. I really do. But if it gets to that close, like, muddy, like, let's slow every game down, 80-90s, and Mm -hmm. it reaches 6-7, like, I think I'd trust Miami more than Philly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How do you... Okay, so, so going with Philly, though, the way they... I mean, honestly, the way their team plays is so oriented and fixed on playoff basketball. Um, I love the way they move the ball. Uh, they play such great team-oriented basketball. Yeah, I mean uh, it's a school of San Antonio. It's a school of pop. Brett Brown, is. of course, and I'm works so for happy him. For
1: Brett Brown, so happy. <laughs> honestly, shout out to the uh, organization for actually being able to trust him yeah. through all of this, through the thick and thin. And shout future. out to
0: Sam Hinkie. He died for this. He really did, man. He really did. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, like no, this is what ahead. I think
1: when it comes to Philly. Like when you need Ben Simmons to hit a shot, can he hit that shot?
0: Yeah. And how and I'm so curious. I know all of basketball Twitter is also curious, but like just how much is it gonna change how uh how teams guard Ben Simmons?
1: That's okay, you brought up another big point. Like Spo now since it's playoffs, he can come up with something schematically, I think.
0: Yeah. To
1: be able to shut Ben Simmons down.
0: And he has the and he has the versatility. Like he has, like That's the, the other thing. Like he has like, a bunch James of like Johnson. versatile defenders.
1: Which brings up a point for me, like I don't think Hassan Whiteside plays as much that series.
0: You don't think so? I think he I, plays a lot game one. I
1: think like I'd rather have Kelly Olinick out there as a small ball five.
0: I think I think when Embiid is in, yes. But I think but I think what Embiid is like, I th- I think we cause I think we're gearing up for. If I was Spo, I would try and match a lot of Hassan Whiteside's minutes with minutes that Embiid is not on the court, which I know aren't that many. But um, <coughs> but and, and obviously there could be some overlay. But uh, but I think I think you're right. Having Kelly Olinick pull Embiid away from the rim, but then when Embiid is not in, you can have a guy like Whiteside who can kind of feast inside. That's what I'm saying, dude. Miami just can play so many different styles, and they're so well coached, and they're experienced. I mean, everyone on their team has good playoff experience, pretty much. Yeah, like,
1: when it comes to a crunch time lineup, like, I like Goran, D. Wade, like, Wayne Ellington, James Johnson, and Kelly Olenek. Like, I'm fine with those five on the floor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and you can always and the crazy thing is you can always interchange and like throw in Tyler Johnson or whoever Josh Richardson exactly or, right like they're all really off.
1: switchable guys they all basically do the same kind of
0: things. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I think looking at this, um, and, and to go back to the earlier point, I think this why Miami is just such a bad matchup for Philly, but um, I I think with. I, I think the one thing Philly has though is they have just two absolute game changers in Embiid and Simmons. Depending on how much Embiid plays this uh, this series, but um, I with with those kind of guys out there on the floor, you just you always 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 have a chance.
1: No, I'm with that. I feel you. But my thing is, this, I think Spo's gonna literally say. Ben Simmons are going to force you to hit a jump shot and if you do good like
0: what that's my thing though is like can my question is can any team really force Ben Simmons to shoot because you've seen that when teams back off he just attacks yeah so like I mean my whole theory of like the guys like Giannis and like Simmons and stuff is like force them to shoot it's like you really can't force them to shoot like they they're smart enough they they know that okay i can get a step or two head start running to the rim like that's i'm even more unstoppable you're just making my job easier for me um so i so i don't think i don't think there's necessarily and i think ben simmons is too smart to fall for jump shots and everything and i don't think he's passive enough to just uh passive enough in the sense to where he's he's not going to attack if he feels he needs to so um, I'm not really too worried about Ben Simmons. Um, Me too, because I
1: think Brett Brown's going to run a lot of stuff with him out of the post. Yeah. And yeah, I think so post, too. And they'll post him up and he'll just get double and he'll try to find people or he'll go one on one.
0: Yeah, that's eat. That, that's my thing is like Miami is the one team really that has the versatility. Like they could throw lineups with like four wings out there and they can so that like those – because to me, like, one of the biggest advantages Philly has in their pocket is they can literally <laughs> play Simmons at point. Yeah. But that's Miami a has answer. a good counter to that in that they have, like, they have, like, six wings that they can throw on the court at any time.
1: Well, that's my thing. They can throw, like, five, six, 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 seven guys out at the floor at one time to be yeah. able to try to counter whatever Ben Simmons
0: does. Yeah. Um I think I think though that Philly with their with their three point shooting um and their rotation players like Ilya Silva, um uh, Bellinelli Covington it'll be interesting his three point shot is a roller coaster I think that's a big X factor um obviously Joel and I was going to ask you helps. um I was going to ask you that too uh X factors for both teams uh to minus come... minus co for the 76ers yep uh, uh, yeah that's what I was going to say is um Roko's three point shooting, in particular.
1: Yeah, that's my thing. Because if he can hit the three ball, you can't double and beat when he's playing.
0: Yeah, you physically claim Yeah, yeah. And that and makes also. What about Markel Fultz? Injured. Is is he an X factor as well?
1: Do you play him that much?
0: I mean, he did get a triple double in the right. Who was it season. against the Pacers? Uh, was it the Pacers? I can't remember. I'm drawing. Or a was it the Sacramento Kings? I feel like it's a Kings. I really do. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure on that, but we all know that triple doubles mean MVP awards. So
1: God damn it, man. <laughs> okay going for eighty of
0: them in the game. But no, um, you know, as we talk about this podcast as we talk through this series, you know, I came I came in just kind of like blindly picking Philly because of their two transitions. Me too, I'm players. kinda just
1: Okay, I honestly just talked myself out of Philly. I really kind of did.
0: Yeah, I did. he I just do the same too. thing. Yes, I. I think I'm. I think I'm leaning Miami seven. I think. I think I'm leaning I think Miami I really Miami think. I really think. I think he six or seven. Yeah, so, I. I just think. I think the, the, the versus. I was so high on Philly, and I just talked myself out of it. Dude, this is really such a terrible, terrible matchup for them.
1: It is like they're gonna make it super muddy, and they're gonna have to make guys who've never played playoff before beat them. Like. Yeah. Do you trust experience or youth? And,
0: I mean, in playoff time, I always trust experience for sure. All right, man. Uh, so there you have it. Miami is seven. The process has been abandoned. Uh, and, I mean, this
1: is my thing. I don't want Philly fans to be upset.
0: Like, great season. Like, you have a lot to work with for sure. Yeah. Going into the future. It will it will be such a letdown, though, when we had a, a week, two-week window where we we were looking at, oh, my God, this team might make the conference finals. That, too. I see that. So, um, but yeah, it's still a great season, obviously. Um, and who knows, we could be wrong. Um, but I just I I look at Miami <laughs> and it's just every problem that Philly poses. Miami has a has not necessarily the perfect fit for it, but uh but like but has a a solution to every problem Philly proposes. So, understandable. You know who's uh, going to have
1: a lot of problems this season though? The fucking oh, that?
0: Bo- Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Oh, okay. So, let's go there. Um, do you think Boston has a shot on paper? Because I mean, on paper, they don't have Hayward. Obviously, they haven't had Hayward all season. They don't have Kyrie. They don't even have Marcus Smart. Um, I, dude, I, I got the Boston, I got Boston the seven. You do? Wow. You just is it is it literally just that Brad Stevens is going to coach circles around the Bucks? Yes, that's 100% what it is. That's that's my thing is, like, man, if I'm I trust, Milwaukee...
1: I trust Boston so much more than Milwaukee. Like, defensively, and we say this all the time, the Bucks should be probably the best defensive team in the NBA every single season. Yeah. And they're just not. And they're not. I
0: don't know how, but they're not. Like, Right. That's my thing is, like, if I'm Milwaukee, I got to be super disappointed because even the way the seeding matched up and everything, like, this is the year you could get to the conference finals because, I mean, honestly, the East is so open. Like, there's so many questions. Like, everybody's questioning Toronto. Everybody's questioning Cleveland. Philly is looking like a team, but they have some question marks. Like, Boston's injured. Like, this would have been, like, Milwaukee's year to really, really break through, but it feels almost like a lost season because of the fact that they don't really have, they don't really have a True coach, you know, and that's no disrespect to the Bucks right now, but uh, um, head coach, what who is the Bucks head coach? Uh, that's why I said head coach because I'm drawing a blank on it. I, I wanted I, to I, say, I wanted to say JB Bickerstaff, but that's definitely not it. He's uh, he's filling in for who is he filling in for? I forget, he was the intern for some team this year. Uh, I, I really don't know who the Bucks head coach is. I really, I really heard, I heard his name yesterday, and I honestly totally forgot. Oh, uh, Joe, Joe Pronti, who's yeah. that? The... The hell is that? Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think though the Bucks' coaching will be better in the playoffs because they will have time to prepare. Um, so the coaching will be better, but yeah, I mean, you're talking Joe Pronti versus like Brad Stevens, which is as big of a gap probably as there is in the nba right now exactly um, as far as far as coaching um no disrespect joe and sorry if we're being, <laughs> sorry if we're being disrespectful i truly don't know anything about joe prontine but me neither but um i mean the bucks they do have by far the best player on the court in Giannis. so when you have that i just think you
1: can come up with enough stuff schematically to stop him if you're brad stevens stevens
0: I, I don't know I mean I mean you have Horford who is by all accounts an amazing defensive player um, so he so he's gonna do a good job of neutralizing you know Giannis and not in the not in the typical sense of of like a big shot blocker who's gonna meet Giannis at the rim and block him every time yeah. that's not what's gonna happen but it'll be more of a positional defensive thing yeah. where you'll beat him with your brains compared to you know. Yeah.
1: And let me not say stop him. I think he'll figure out a way to slow him down at least.
0: Yeah, and And make that beats you. The thing is, if Giannis gets like, even if Giannis gets thirty a game in this series, like, where does the other offense come from? Like, is it is it just is it just a bunch of Middleton, uh, Middleton, some uh, some corner threes from guys like? Snell and all that. Like, what is like, what is the Bucks' offense outside of Giannis? Like,
1: honestly, this is a series where I think I don't think he'll play that much. But shout out to Black Trey. Like, I honestly think Brandon Jennings could be a huge player in the
0: series if he had minutes. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, this is you my know thing. I am like, always ready to ride for Brandon Jennings.
1: Yeah, like this is my thing for him. Like, sure, like defensively he might be a liability, but the guy is a walking bucket. Like, he knows how to get his own shot off.
0: Yeah, and he just knows how to be. Just he he he's 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 an attacking presence that can keep a defense on its toes. Like you
1: have to account for him at least being on the floor. Is my thing.
0: Right. Right. And I'm like
1: it's you. and it's like the other thing is like there's no Kyrie, so like you don't have to worry about him defensively. Yeah, but you don't. Who's their um, starting point guard for him right now? Oh, Terry, oh, this is another thing terry Rozier, this is a reason like this series like you can prove how untouchable you are to my man's uh, Danny age oh yeah <laughs> like, that's true if you want to like if you want to prove how untouchable you are this is your series right here my guy yeah like, for real um no paul george true. nope terry <laughs> Rozier. we want you nope not doing it
0: <laughs> um okay so with You bring up a good point though about Boston with Terry Rozier and everything. Um, You know, we're we're saying you know Giannis if he gets thirty, like you know, is is that enough? But you know, the more I think about it, I mean, Boston is just going to be a struggle for for offense. I think they're going to get a lot of buckets off of the system, um, and just off of the coaching advantages. Like I think Brad will run some great sets that will get um that will get some points. Um, but like. They really just don't have. My fear is they don't have enough ISO. Um, They don't have a ni- enough ISO scoring with Kyrie out. And to me, playoffs, ISO scoring is, that, is like one of the most valuable things like in the playoffs because in the playoffs, defenses can do a lot to minimize or take away um, well, offensive Yeah, like threats.
1: defenses can do a lot to take away the first, second, third option. Yeah. And
0: like, when you need a guy to go get your bucket, it's going to be what? Jason Tatum? Like. Is going to be Jason Tatum versus Giannis, and that's obviously a huge, huge, huge advantage for Milwaukee. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going, and I feel like I'm going to feel really dumb for doing this, but I'm going to go Milwaukee. And how many? I'm going to go Milwaukee and six. All right, I'm Boston and seven. Boston and seven. Yeah, safe picks so far from a man to (laughs) kill. Safe picks. Um, No, I I see you. Like, I thought when I first looked at this matchup, Milwaukee versus Boston, I was just like, okay, Milwaukee's gonna get this one. But you know, just looking at Brad Stevens, looking at the team, like, I do think team. I do think the league is kind of overselling, or like the analysts right now are kind of overselling how. how bad it is for Boston on offense. Like I think they can I think they I think Boston is more manageable than I think Boston's offense is more manageable than people are thinking right now. If that makes sense.
1: Unless that you know whose offense isn't manageable at all.
0: Oh who's that? The Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets. Nice transition. So can we just skip it, Rockets and four? Like Yeah. Uh I'm, like, totally, I'm totally for that, because you have Jimmy Butler. You no, know, it's gonna be disgusting, I'm sorry to cut you off, Go.
1: but they're gonna put Carl Anthony Towns in every pick and roll possible, and they're gonna make that dude look like a rotating door, like, it's just gonna be a bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket, like, it's gonna be disgusting, yeah. they're gonna be four blowout games, like, I really think average margin of victory is gonna be, like, 15,
0: 16 points, like... Wow. I don't even think it's going to be close at all. I yeah, really don't. I, I'm with you on the sweep. There's always a sweep somewhere, and to me, the the most sweepable series are Cleveland, Indiana, Houston, uh, Minnesota. Yeah, um, those are really the only series I could see a sweep. <laughs> I don't, I don't see a sweep honestly anywhere else um, on the board. But with with Houston. The thing is, are with with Houston, like Minnesota's gonna try to obviously stick Jimmy Butler on Harden, but Jimmy's number one, not a hundred percent right now. So, you know, well, my it thing won't is be, even
1: if they do that. Even if they do that, they're gonna put Carl Anthony Towns in whatever pick and roll possible. Like right. they're gonna physically say Carl Anthony Towns, come out here and guard one of our two elite playmakers in the NBA.
0: Yeah, and my thing is my thing is like, okay but then you have Jeff Teague on Chris Paul or, or do you throw Wiggins or do you throw Wiggins? And I I think Chris Chris Paul's going to abuse Andrew Wiggins. I'm sorry. That's not even. Yeah. But I think if you're Minnesota, right? Like is that's the best option you have, right? Like, yeah, I think is throw is throw your two good perimeter defenders in, in Wiggins and, uh, and, and Butler and hope that they do a good enough job, and hope that, and just let, in the, and then just let the system, uh, the system players, the PJ Tuckers and stuff, win. Yeah, but that's I still, the theory.
1: Okay, so like, even if it like they cover the first, second, and third option of the offense, it's like, all right, we still have the best ISO player in yeah. the NBA, maybe even NBA history. Like,
0: right, and and the, yeah. Then, not even one of them, up, two of them, by the way. Not yeah, just exactly. one, two of them. Exactly but. what I was going to say. And then, like, the way D'Antoni's going to stagger minutes, like, there's going to be times where, like, Tyus Jones matches up with, like, Chris Paul. This is so my thing. The be... only fear I have
1: is, like, they're going to be up 30 in the fourth quarter with, like, six minutes left. And Mike D'Antoni is still going to play, like, Chris Paul, <laughs> like, Ryan Anderson, like, all of these top six <laughs> and seven guys. Like in the game, like he's, they're still gonna be there playing for some reason.
0: Well, you know that Tibbs isn't gonna go to the bench at all. This oh, they're running five guys. They're five guys. Five guy. Five guy rotation in the series. Starters all forty eight minutes. Um. All right. Anyways, I think that's enough to move on. So all we're right, in rocket sweep. Let's keep yep. moving. I think this might be the most interesting series coming up right here. I. I'm with you. I think this one or another one we haven't talked about yet. Um, Ooh, I think I know which one you're talking about. But yeah, Utah Jazz, yeah. OKC Thunder. Um, OKC's built for the playoffs. I mean, at least the way their roster it looks. I mean, you would you would think it's a playoff basketball roster. Uh, Utah, a grinded out. That that's the thing that you brought up earlier, and I think this is a great point, and I think this totally applies to this series is you have to be a lead at something. And OKC, since losing Robertson, isn't elite lead at either. And that's my thing. Utah might Utah be the is. best defensive team in the whole NBA. Yeah. Like, um, it's going to be that,
1: like, slow it down, grind it out, another one of those series.
0: Yeah. So It's going to
1: be a ton of 80-something to 90-something games for sure.
0: Yeah. But my thing is, um, when defenses get to slow down and focus on, on Donovan Mitchell, like, do you think OKC could take enough away from Utah's offense to win I, these games?
1: I really don't know. I don't I, I I trust for some reason I trust Quinn Snyder more than Billy Donovan.
0: <laughs> so I don't think I don't think you have to preface that with some reason. I don't think you have to preface that with some reason. But good coach of the uh, year candidate. Like yes, I right. trust
1: the Utah Jazz system more than the OKC Thunder system. Right. And but, my thing is for OKC to win, Paul George has to be elite, right? Like he has yeah. to be like a that's top my, 2 player on the floor.
0: That's my that's my like semi like maybe I'm going to take the hot take, maybe I won't, but that's like I think the hot take of the series is does OKC have the two best players or do they just have or do they have uh two of the three best players?
1: This hmm? is, Paul that,
0: George versus Donovan Mitchell, who is better? Right now, I mean, it should be Paul George, but like, right. My thing is, it sucks watching
1: that OKC offense because it's very Russ centric, and it's hard to feel involved. Like, if you are a Paul George, if you are a Carmelo Anthony, I mean, yeah. Stephen Adams loves life because he catches every pick and roll like possible. <laughs> like his job right. is so easy. Like set his screen, roll, I'll get a dunker up almost every single time.
0: But that's such a for- heavyweight matchup, too. By the way, Adams versus Gobert. Yeah, that
1: too. Like that's gonna be a great center matchup. Like I always come from like basketball wise, like the ball finds energy from players, like move the ball, that type of stuff, and I hate really watching like Russell do his thing, like it's the most annoying thing for me to watch. I get why they do it, like I really do, but it's like disgusting for me to watch. Yeah. But I I honestly like Utah and Seven. I really do.
0: You know, I'm I'm going with I, I, I'm going with OKC and six, and uh my preferences, or my thing is just, like, Westbrook, you have Westbrook and Paul George, who I think are the two best players. Like, I think Paul George has definitely had his struggles, and, like, part of it is Russ, part of his just, you know, struggles, but uh Paul George, say what you will about him, you know, never only hitting the game winner in the Gatorade commercial, all that stuff, like, uh, no, he's still an elite defender, and he's still yeah, and an elite, still an elite, elite defender. Player. And he played phenomenal in the playoffs last year. Like people can't even like Indiana got was it swept or was it five? It was sweep, right? I think it was sweep. Yeah, but like Paul George <coughs> played out of his mind that series. And no, he played my, really well. Don't get me yeah, wrong, he did. And so my thing is when you have two guys like two guys like that. And Utah has maybe one in Donovan. I don't know what's going to... I don't know how effective Donovan's going to be. Uh, do you think... I mean, the idea would be to stick Paul George on Donovan, but at the same time, uh, don't you want to kind of rest Paul George for offense if you're OKC?
1: I think no, because Paul George wants to be known, like he always has wanted to be known as that two-way elite guy, the guy who doesn't take breaks offensively and defensively, kind of like a Clay mm-hmm. Thompson thing. Like, he wants to be known as the guy who does everything on offense and still comes out and guards the best player defensively. Yeah. So, I think I, he, think... I think he's going hard this whole series. I think he will personally. Personally, if I were him, I would want to take the challenge of guarding Donovan Mitchell.
0: <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think... I think just the reason I'm going with OKC is they have um, two offensive forces that I trust. Utah has one. Utah has an elite defense. Uh, like you said, maybe the best defense in the league. But I just... I think that playoffs are a lot of um, are a lot of just the better talent wins. And that's,
1: I think... that's the thing that I do like. I could say for OKC is that No matter what, when it comes down to it, like the better players, team with the better players wins, and OKC does have those, but I still think Utah somehow finds a way to get it. Yeah, and
0: my thing with Utah is I just don't think they have enough offensive firepower. Like I know. (laughs) Oh, hold on, hold hold, on, Ricky Rubio's gonna come down and hit like (laughs) seven threes one game. Watch, I'm already calling this. (laughs) Right, right, right. But at the same time, like guys, like. I mean, outside of Donovan Mitchell, like you said, you're relying on Ricky Rubio, like a suspect shooter to, like, carry the offense. Um, it, notice we haven't even talked about Melo, like, at all. I um, think,
1: honestly, I kind of think Melo could come to be a little, like, unplayable in further series. Maybe not this one, but I think, like...
0: Not this series, because Utah doesn't have the offense, uh, the offensive firepower to, like... Yeah, it's not like they have to, a power for it to go get you buckets. Yeah. For sure. There's no really bad matchup for Mel. Like, you could stick Mel on a guy like Ingles who, like, moves a lot, but, you know, isn't really but a that's, off the dribble. that's
1: my thing. Like, that would probably be his best matchup. Like, literally just don't leave his hip and just guard whatever shot comes.
0: Like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Mel could maybe... <laughs> I think Mel will be more effective than he was in the regular season the last month. Like, I think he's going to play better. But... I still don't think he's going to be 25 points a game, Melo. No. <laughs> like, I, don't, I just don't think so. One, I don't think he gets enough shots in this system um, to get that uh, at the efficiency rate that he shoots. And well, two, um, he's just not that good.
1: Well, also about that, it's not that he doesn't get enough shots, it's more of the fact that you don't know when your shots are coming.
0: Right. With, with Ru- And that's the thing with Russ is that you
1: never. It's very really much know. Russell, like, dribble the ball for 20 seconds of a shot clock, pass it to somebody to bail him out, and be like, why didn't you hit this shot? And I was like, I didn't touch the ball for 20 seconds of an offense. Like, what right. do you want me to do here physically? All right.
0: Well, um, speaking of physically, the Portland Trailblazers are going to physically have a problem against the Pelicans. Anthony Davis.
1: Do they, though? Do they?
0: Are you. You're not—wait, you're not worried—hold on, stop the presses. Like, you're not worried about how—just, like, what on earth is Portland going to do to take out Anthony Davis?
1: I do. Like, yeah, I'm with that. But I also think the Trailblazers have two elite guards and the Pelicans have none.
0: Hmm. I feel you on that, but Drew Holiday is playing amazing right now. Um, All-NBA defender, probably— um, I actually didn't put him on my ballot, but he definitely deserves consideration um, with how he played. Yeah. But, uh, so you got that, CJ McCollum's kind of, you know, like hit or hit or miss at times. Um,
1: but like my missing, thing is like you know, know you have Damian Lillard who can, like, I know I have Damian Lillard who can go get me fifty, like. Yeah, like Damian Lillard's like a stud. Like, I You're trust. Right. I trust. For some reason, I trust Portland a lot. I really do. I, I do like Ed Davis a lot for Portland too. Like, I feel like he could be present enough to maybe, and I mean maybe barely give the
0: Pelicans some type of problems. Yeah, I um, my thing is, my thing is with with this team like. Okay, to kind of like I think the comparable series for this is the uh Pel- is the uh, Bucks and the Bucks and Celtics series, and I'm gonna kind of contradict myself <laughs> here, but um, but I think with uh with Davis, like I don't think Portland is um like Alvin Gentry's been coaching amazing, and New Orleans has been playing amazing. Um, uh, but I think to compare it to the Milwaukee Boston series, the thing is, is like the Brad Stevens coaching advantage was so huge, but on, on this series, the coaching advantage is less is what, like that gap is way, way smaller. Yeah. Um, and so I think Alva Gentry's and Alva Gentry's a creative offensive mind. So I think he's going to, he's going to be able to continue to find ways to, um, to get, to squeeze points out of guys who, aren't named anthony davis um i just i don't know i think i think if you can obviously you can't neutralize like dame like dame's still probably gonna have like 25 plus a game but if if dame doesn't get an efficient 25 plus a game um then i think it opens the door for the pelicans and i and i trust tr- and i'm trusting like my whole my whole prediction is fringed uh, or is dependent on the fact that I think holiday can be enough of a disturbance to, to Lillard. My thing is, I think what they're going to try to do in uh, Portland is
1: try to physically say, Anthony Davis, we want you to single handedly beat us and we'll just guard everybody else.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I think too is going to happen. But I'm still going with Davis. Um, I just think he's by far the best player in this series, and I think he, um, I, I think he's just gonna. I, I think Alvin Gentry is a creative enough offensive mind to squeeze out enough points from the rest of his system, guys. Um, and you know, and Drew Holiday's been playing phenomenal. I think he's playing like the best basketball of his career right now. So um, I like. I like New Orleans. I don't feel great about it. Um, I know probably the consensus pick is Portland, but I mean these are teams that were only separated by a game. At the end of the day. It's very, very close. Um I'm going right. I'm going so Pelicans and me... seven. Pelicans and seven, I'm gonna go Portland and six. Portland and six. All right. Let's jump to the last series of the first round. Golden State San Antonio actually the series that's going to kick off the playoffs. Um in a couple hours here, right? Yeah. Yeah, in a couple hours here, I'm going to get this podcast up uh right after we finish it so that uh fans have as much time to digest it before the playoffs as possible. Uh Golden State San Antonio. Um it sucks that this is the year we get the San Antonio like this is like Golden State versus San Antonio it feels like we've been robbed of that like for years. We um yeah with with Kawhi the year the year OKC came through and just demolished San Antonio when well, we all thought San Antonio was gonna be like an amazing threat for Golden State. Um I just I know Golden State's not playing well, but they're they're Golden State, like they're gonna figure it out. Like I'm not I'm not worried about them. Um do you think what do you think is the possibility of a sweep? I'd say 78,
1: no, I'd say 85, 90%.
0: Really? So you don't think San Antonio can even get one game?
1: I think, so I feel the same way about Cleveland and Indiana. I think the Spurs can get one game, which is the first one, and then the Warriors are going to wake up finally and be like, oh shit, we have to play basketball now, and then it'll be easy from there.
0: See, I think if San Antonio wins a game, it's three or four at home because
1: oh, you think home crowd, Dang. right?
0: And and I think Golden State they know the energy, um, they 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 know like I think game one Golden State's gonna come out and make a statement like like how um like how the Spurs smashed the Rockets last year, like, I could see one of those games happening game one.
1: <laughs> I of do this think, series. I do really do think though. So. I mean. I do I'm with you on that. I think Golden State really right now because I would mean, be so much Houston buzz. Yeah. So much Houston buzz. they are like, Hold up, we're defending champs, we won two out of three, like they're gonna just wake up and it very well could be a possible like thirty, like twenty five, thirty point win. Be like, yeah, we're still here, we're we're who we are and yeah, I could see that happening for sure. Do we yeah. think
0: Steph has a
1: chance of coming back this
0: playoff series? Um, I think, I think they take it. I think they evaluate by game like three. Okay. I so, think, I think two to three games in the series, I think they stop and they evaluate and they say, okay, uh, if we don't really need him, let's bring him back. Maybe in a game like where we're, um, if we're up three, Oh, maybe bring him back game four or three, one, bring him back game five. Um, or, or they could just choose to rest him the whole series if they're up 3-0 and say you know what we're 3-0 we got the lead let's just give him just a couple more days to get better
1: yeah this is my thing I honestly would say I don't even think I really need Steph until the conference finals like I really don't think I need him like
0: yeah I think I I think if you were matched up against a team like Utah OKC uh like I think if you if you had one of those teams in the second round, I think I'd be a little bit more Yeah,
1: that's why I was like skeptical. texting I was texting you earlier for sure, like the path that the Warriors have is perfect for stuff. Yeah. Perfect. Like even in the second round, if it's Portland or New Orleans, like Yeah. Yeah, like that's my yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like um, I don't know what's supposed to scare me about that. But anyways, this is what I've always been saying about Steph this whole year. Like this is why I kind of had him on that mvp pedestal like the warriors are such a different team without him man like they're barely a 500 team without him like people keep wanting to say like kd kd like he's an elite player yes even though like i could make an argument like they basically didn't care about the like the whole season whatsoever like they really did not care but like a lot of the stuff that they did like didn't look impressive but it also was a fact too like they didn't want to play motivated basketball but now when playoff hits, it's like, all right, we have a motivation. to do or die, and I think they all thrive.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I got, I got Golden State in five. I was leaning Golden State in six, like, but I just I can't get myself to get there. Yeah, um, One I thing think
1: say I... about uh, San Antonio. This is the first series where these dudes literally have nothing to lose. So Pop is gonna throw like everything at him. Like everything at those guys.
0: Yeah. I think um I think Pop's gonna come up with some interesting things. Uh I think I think what we could see is we could see Pop do something that becomes a blueprint for other teams to guard Golden State. Like I think but also, Pop also
1: is there I I'm with you on that one, but is there really a blueprint if Steph Curry's playing and he's eighty five percent healthy?
0: No, there's really not what there's really not a blueprint, but I think I think Pop is going to find some interesting wrinkle, wrinkle that can expose a warrior flaw and I think the the elite teams around the league will notice it. It'll be a minute thing that I think uh that I think other teams will notice and be able to maybe use and try. Right. Um so Pop might not Pop Pop might not uh he won't beat the Warriors, but he might. He might uh, create the blueprint, and this is my th- way, so to speak.
1: Also, like as great of a coach as Pop is, uh, there's only so much coaching can do in the playoffs, right? Only literally, there's so much. Like schematically, you can have a perfect idea, but like if you don't have the players to do it, mm-hmm. does it really matter? Like, right? So two things for you. Like when it comes to crunch time, uh, what guys do you think are going to be out there for Golden State?
0: obviously quinn cook future mvp of the league uh kd okay, draymond clay um i don't i don't really know what that other wing guy is okay so i have mean a
1: completely different take on this
0: really go yeah,
1: for yeah so i go clay uh andre draymond kd and jordan bell
0: Hmm. so you go no point
1: guard I mean, honestly, is it really no point guard? Because Draymond Green is basically a de facto point guard in this offense.
0: That's a good argument, but...
1: Like, as far as handling the ball, and, like, honestly, because what they do anyways is, like, they throw the ball down to him anyways in the post, and they run their split cuts, and they do everything, and he just finds people. So, like, nothing schematically would change from that, besides, like, the fact that you won't have a Steph Curry-Draymond pick-and-roll, which basically blazes every defense in the NBA.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: But yeah, also for this series, I think big game changer for them is uh Draymond Green for sure.
0: Oh yeah. Draymond Green slowly, like quietly become like a terrible three point shooter for a little bit now. So I'm yeah. interested to see what he can do with that. If he can bounce well, that. I'm back. not even
1: saying three point wise. Like I'm saying like, right. yeah, sure, like if that shot's there, he has to take it just to keep a defense honest. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like I get that part, but I'm saying like when Draymond's motivated and wants to play defense, like this basketball team's a completely different basketball
0: team. Right. I think and I, I think agree this with this that ser-
1: this is a series where he could definitely flirt with like triple double numbers every single game and throw yeah. in those like, a couple blocks and a couple steals. Like, do you remember I... the Blazers Warriors first round series? Yes. Where Draymond, I mean, sure stuff was out there, but Draymond was basically doing everything in the world, like literally everything. Yeah. And, like, yeah. a couple years back when Steph wasn't there, same thing the first round. Basically, he was doing everything in the world. I think that's, like, going to be the same thing. Like, I think he'll fight with triple-double numbers and he'll be, like, super elite.
0: Yeah. I think Pop, though, I think the default game plan that Pop will go to is um, just absolutely, just absolutely full-on leave Iguodala and Green just wide open for threes and just live, try to live with that and like just try to throw extra bodies at kd and stuff that's what i think, what I like, think
1: even Apple's if you do like, double kd like andre and draymond are smart enough to be like all right let's cut and find open layups and dogs right and then from there you'll pick people apart but yeah for sure it's definitely gonna be let's make everybody else beat us except for kevin Durant. yeah but even then uh. like he's six eleven, and when he shoots a turnaround fader he's basically 7 6 so like
0: <laughs> true um all right so you're going warriors in four warriors in five Warriors and five. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's uh. Let's let's just recap to to close everything out. Um. Quickly, you had you had uh go through like go through your round by round predictions. Round by round. Yeah. Or not round by round. Sorry. Um. Like matchup by matchup. <laughs> well, yeah. Like game by. Yeah. yeah. Series yeah, by series. Whatever on you want
1: to second. say. Yeah. I have them all pulled up on my. I have them all pulled up on my notes. You go first. Let me find my notes.
0: Okay. I have Toronto in 6, Cleveland in 5. Uh, Miami in 7. Milwaukee in 6. Uh, Houston in 4. OKC in 6. New Orleans in 6. Golden State in 5. All right, I got uh, Raptors in 6,
1: um, Boston in 7, the Miami Heat in 6, I got the Cavs in 4, uh, no, not 4, 5, my bad, um, Rockets in 4, um, Golden State in 5, uh, uh, Utah in 7, and then Portland and six.
0: Hmm. All right, there All you right. have it. Um, real quickly before we go, what is the uh, what is the number one series you're looking forward to watching the most?
1: Um, I have two, honestly. Um, go for it. I got actually maybe three now. Um, Philly <laughs> and uh, Philly and Miami, of course. Um, I do want to see Golden State and San Antonio, just see what Golden State kind of team kind of shows up. And then I really want to watch the OKC Thunder and Utah Jazz Series.
0: Yeah, I think I think Philly, Philly, Miami, OKC, Utah, are the team are and Portland, New Orleans. I think those are the three I'm most so going to be the ones. most
1: interesting, intriguing ones for sure.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Well. That uh, will do it for your annual playoff podcast. What's
1: Maybe that? we do a mid-round.
0: Yep, yep. We'll definitely check back probably over the weekend. Um, over the, Once the weekend finishes. Monday, Tuesday, we'll probably try and check in.
1: Um, once we get to games like two and three maybe for all of these teams. Yeah, yeah. See like how that. right and wrong we are. <laughs> right, right, right. But I don't think um, we're really that wrong though.
0: Just to be, I mean. Yeah, I, think, I think we're only, I think we're, I think the only things that are wrong is when you disagree with me. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Shit. Maybe you'll never have me on a pod again at this point. But. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, thank you. Kill man. Thank you for coming on as always. Um, go follow a kill. Go support a kill. Kills do it dope things. Um, and in the meantime, if you're a fan of the hip hop or the NBA podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already show love, give me a review on iTunes. That's dope. I got to, I gotta plug those more. I gotta get people to stack up reviews. Reviews are important, people. Um, so, show some love on the reviews. Uh, don't be that dick. That messes up my perfect five-star rating. Um, yeah, but you can find that all on iTunes. Just search uh, Chris Platty. You can find it on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, Chris Platty presents Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk. If you're on Podbean, search me on Podbean. Same title. Um, and... Also, if you're just if you're just on Twitter, you can find me at Real Chris C H R I S P L A T T E. If you don't know how to spell Real, don't follow. Um, on there, you can find a link to both my Podbean and my Apple Podcast. So whichever way you find me, um, just do it that way. Or you can just Google Chris Platy, That works too. Um, all four of those options. One of those options. Just pick one of those options. Doesn't matter which one uh just get to my content however you can get to it if you want to if not um well i appreciate that you made it this far into the podcast of listening to somebody you don't want to listen to thank you for listening everyone this is chris platty presents strictly hip-hop and strictly hoop talk